0: Mina, And welcome to the show by your host, the King of Freak, Faves So let's get on with the show Yes, welcome everyone to episode 2 I promised that this episode would be a lot better than the first Because if you've listened to that, you will find that it's quite horrendous I never realised that I pause so much when I talk So today I'm going to try to be a little bit more Snappy with the uptake, you know, gotta get those nerves out there because, you know, recording is a very nerve-wracking kind of thing that I have to get used to. So, so today I am talking about a few things, and as promised it's going to be sexy. If you haven't guessed by my lovely intro about what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about the freaky deaky sex. Yeah this is definitely my wheelhouse because I just like to talk about the weird stuff that people like to do in the bedroom and some people shy away from whereas I just try to get those kind of things out of people a lot more and expose the freak in everybody because a lot of people are a freak just like me but first um, since I'm recording the first couple of episodes in a small tight vacuum there's no real updates but um you know i will just talk here for a second before i actually get onto my topic just to fill some space so i will say uh once again if you want to check out more of my stuff go to byfaves.com where you can find my fiction find my blogs find my playlists and find a lot of content that is that is from me to you for you guys to enjoy and um, basically a nice way for you guys to see the kinds of ideas that I have and uh, how I like to create worlds and all that other show business um, at the moment I don't really have a planned schedule about when I'm going to get stuff out so you know just sign up to my twitter which is by fabes I'll follow my Instagram, which is also by Fabes and go to Facebook, which is officially up, and go to which is also by Fabes. So basically, I'm by Fabes everywhere. Just search for me, and hopefully you will find my lovely rainbow symbol, and uh, you can keep up to date. But I will try to make things a little consistent with what's going on. So that's the way that you can follow all the content on the Biflade website and find out what I'm doing. And if you do that, you'll probably get sneak peeks into the kind of things that I'm researching for podcast and for future posts. So keep up to date with that and um, you'll never know. You might be like, oh, I wonder why he's taking a picture of this or why he's saying he's doing this. And it's just be like, well, the intrigue is there. So just keep following me and then hopefully you'll find out. And, of course, I have a way of you guys to get in contact with me. Of course, if you're on Twitter, direct message me on Twitter or leave me a comment on my Facebook page. But if you want a more direct and private approach, uh, just email me at buyfaves at And hopefully when I actually get some listeners who aren't my friends, I'll get some lovely comments about how I'm doing and how people like me. But because I'm a realist, I most likely will just get hate mail and people telling me that I suck. And for those people who want to tell me that I suck, I suck rather well, so I'm told. So, with that in mind, let's get on with today's topic. For as long as I can remember, sex has always been something that, you know, everyone knows about. And we've all known about it for a very long time mainly down to TV, movies or whatever. But we're all interested in it. But one thing that a lot of people don't necessarily discuss or bring up is the act of sexual fetishism and kinks and stuff. And that's just so weird. And I don't mean that's weird in, oh, yeah, because that's dirty. I just mean it's weird is that people hide away from that kind of thing. And I don't know why. And I feel like people do that because they don't want to be judged and they don't want people to think any different of them. But in truth, it's not really a reason. It's just like, come on, we're meant to be in this kind of age where we can be who we want to be. People can change genders. People can be big and be positive people can not have a gender at all yet still for some reason we still keep the whole fetish and stuff behind closed doors and I think we need to change that and not be ashamed of what we like because if we like it we like it if we don't we don't and that's the way that it should be and we shouldn't be worried that people are going to judge us because of it and I know we live in a society where too many people worry about getting judged and it's just terrible that we have to live that way. But me personally, I've never really cared about what people have thought of me since I was a young child. And for me that's a very hard thing to remember at certain points because sometimes I just I just I just want you guys to like me what can I do to make you guys like me and I'm just like well why am I trying to chase that I should just be me and if people like me for me then that should be good enough and especially with the sexual aspect of that I've tried to be a little bit more liberal and open about that with new people because at the end of the day you know we all want to enjoy what we're doing and If I can't be open about what we're doing and not really enjoy it, then what's the point? And I just want to kind of spread that message around to people is that you can always be who you want to be. And if people don't like it, don't get too upset about it. Just kind of shrug it off and move on. Because what I've learned in many, many years is that if one person doesn't like something, there's always someone else that does or something else I figured out very very not very very but a long time ago was that you know sometimes people can surprise you they can be into things that you would never think that they would be and that's why if you kind of approach the subject or even just tiptoe around that you'll never know what kind of subjects you might get into and find out things about people so Yeah, so that's my advice to people is that, you know, if you feel like you can talk to somebody or feel one day, you know, I'm just going to have the balls and just say, like, I'm into this, go for it. There's no point of hiding it because sometimes that person will be like, well, I've never really thought about it that way or be like, you know what, I'm into that, too, or be like, well, I'm kind of into it. And if anyone ever says to you, I'm kind of into it, they mean that they're into it, but they're just a little bit scared of it okay so that's about the general idea about what I'm going to be talking about so let's go a little deeper okay I don't know where to start here so I'm probably going to start from what I vaguely remember so okay so this is going to be a little bit cross promotion here so bear with me and I'm Sorry about all the shows, because I'm probably not going to edit those out. But, okay. So, a couple of months ago, I wrote a erotic story. Yeah, that's right, an erotic story. I don't know why I was going to say something else. And um, in doing so, I kind of watched a uh, lot of shows that I remember having a lot of sex in it. So, I rewatched Sex and the Sea. I rewatched the UK and US Quivus Vote, and I also rewatched Secret Diary of a Cool Girl. Now, for me, I did these as research into basically the story, and, you know, if you want to check that out, you're already in the right place. By Faves.com, by the way. And, um, yeah, in that they kind of touched upon a lot of these kind of sexual fetishes and kinks and stuff but not really to any detail, a lot of stuff just kind of got like a passing mention or was just that someone else was into it or it was laughed off as a joke that you know none of these four five characters in a show would not be into any of these kind of weird aspects and to me it kind of made me realize something, is that in these shows, a lot of these people are into pretty much vanilla standardized sex, and that's okay, because there are a lot of people out there that I've spoken to, or met, who say they only like the basics and of course there's nothing absolutely wrong with that, but um, I think because I watch a lot of these shows at a fairly young age and i don't mean like child age i mean like in my teenage years i watched a lot of these shows like from 13 to 16 whatever and i think a lot of these shows kind of gave me the basics about what goes on in the whole sex kind of thing so when it came to other parts of sex i kind of researched it because yeah that's something a lot of you who never met me before wouldn't know about me is that I research the hell out of everything and um sex is definitely something that I've researched for quite a long time now and I've just kind of you know gone down rabbit holes just like search for one thing and then just stumble upon another and I feel that in my youth god that sounds terrible I kind of basically just stumbled on one thing that led to another. So um, so by the time that I was 20, 21, I think that's right, I can't remember getting old, I um, was familiar with a lot of things that a lot of people wasn't, because a lot of people were struggling or... I shouldn't say struggling we're more like dealing with the basics and at this point I was kind of like I know what the basics are I know how they all work but what goes beyond that and how does that work and um so that kind of leads me to this whole point that back in 2011 when the whole 50 Shades thing was kicking off if we all remember back when that was a thing um I remember uh, a lot of my friends and people that I was generally talking to at the time were very intrigued and were not educated on the whole BDSM thing and what I realised at that time was that I knew quite a bit about it already because I had researched it and uh, a lot of people are just like, so how does it work? And that's just like, well, I have a basic working knowledge of it, but I don't have a practical working knowledge of it, which I still don't to this day. I get requests daily, and it's just like, yeah, it's kind of not for me. But, um, yeah, and that's kind of the, one of the ways that I've realized that now that I am 30 now, that I kind of have educated myself into um, knowing a lot about the different sexual practices and given that I've tried a few I know what I like and what I don't like and I am not exactly afraid to tell people about that and don't worry I'm not going to be like listing everything that I like because if I did that If certain people are listening and I'm talking about my fairy godmother, they will not be pleased about some of the things that I do. Or even if it happens to be some of my straighter friends who listen to this, they'll be like, I don't want to see this guy anymore. But I'm not exactly afraid of you guys knowing that, but I'm not really here to expose myself. I'm really here to expose the general idea of it. So, let's get down to some finer points, shall we? So, if you're a friend of mine and we've known each other for quite some time, or even a little amount of time, depending on who you are, I will always ask you what kind of things you're into. Now, in the past, this always leads me into trouble because people seem to think I'm suggesting something. And I'm not. Let's just be honest right here. I'm I'm not asking for any of that reason. I'm just asking whether or not you're going to be honest with me about it. And at the same time, just kind of get an idea of the kind of people that I know. And basically find out if you're a freak like me. And um, a lot of the time, people are quite reserved and are curious about why I'm asking. And it's just, you know, I just want to know. Because sometimes I might meet or get chatting to i should say a person who's into i don't know football kits and then meet someone else who says they're also into it and then i'll be like well you should meet my friend whoever and see how that goes so that's why i always ask people and i sometimes use this very evilly and that's me getting paraphernalia that could be a tribute to whatever such and such a person's kink or fetish might be, so let's start from the basics so what is a kink or a fetish that people seem to think they are the same thing they're not um they are they are quite different they're it's very easy to explain, and excuse me, because I'm going to be reading this, because I am I know the difference, but I really couldn't vocalise it in a clear and concise manner that everyone would understand it. So, kinks are unconventional... Let's try that again. Kinks are unconventional sexual interest, interests, like bondage or paddling. So, um... Uh, Unconventional sexual interest. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit so we can get some context. Uh, unconventional sex method. So, because I know that I have listeners who are heterosexual and homosexual, so let's break it down to the two basics. So, um, I knew looked this up a long time ago. Is that the conventional methods of heterosexual sex is kissing fondling oral sex and vaginal penetration and then for gay sex it's kissing kissing oral frottage or frottage i can't remember how to pronounce it so someone correct me and anal penetrative penetrative sex so that's the norms so if you do anything that is not that that is considered kinky and um, so yeah so quite the similar aspects See, straight and gay sex are quite similar people it's just that you know one person has to put it in one hole and one more person has to put it in another hole so i probably realised that I've blown a few, of your, a few of your minds so if you are heterosexual And you have had anal sex. You have had kinky sex. Yay. Where's the horns? There we go. So if you've done that, you realise that you have dabbled in kinky sex. And, you know, and that's what a lot of people don't seem to realise is that there's a few things that you've done that you haven't even realised that you've kind of dabbled into that area. And the thing is, You think it's normal because it kind of is. It's just become such a thing that you just don't realise that you've done and it's just kind of one of the ways that you've just kind of experimented or done whatever and then when you actually put it into these kind of restrictive terms, you realise, oh shit, I've done something kinky. So, well done if you have and if you haven't, doesn't matter. You've probably done something and not even realised it. So, uh, another thing that a lot of people don't realise is that in the gay world, there is a thing called rimming. And if you don't know what that is, I'll just give you a quick, brief demonstration. It's basically licking the ass. And um, in a lot of gay sex, this is a common practice... I think I can safely say. But, um, yeah, but once again, that's not considered traditional normative sex. So, if you've done that, you've also done kinky sex. Also, also, let's not forget, if you've done it and you're heterosexual, that also counts. So, if you've just stuck your tongue up there and you've done it briefly, that is also considered, you know, kinky because of the hole that you are putting your mouth in front of but a lot of people consider that still to be oral but actually the definition of oral is putting genitalia or whatever the f they call it in the scientific or medical books into your mouth so yeah so it counts as oral but technically it's kinky oral so if you've done that gay or straight mostly gay though you've done kinky sex so once again, celebration. So, yeah, so that's kinky sex. So if any time you're thinking about doing something that isn't basically kissing someone, fondling them, licking them out, sucking them off, or putting it in them, it's classified as kinky sex according to scientists or medical people, whoever the fuck it is that came up with these rules. And um, so, yeah, so... Well done to you. All right. So, we've handled kinks. So, what's a fetish? So, fetish, also called paraphernalias, I hope I said that right. I'm terrible with pronunciations if you hadn't guessed. Are objects, materials, features, or articles of clothing that people respond to sexually and that enhance or facilitate sexual arousal. Okay. So now this one's obviously a lot easier. So if you're listening to me, wherever you are, if you're at work, if you're at home or if you're out on the street, if you're out on the street, please, if you're a man, do not get aroused. I just want you to think about the kind of things that you like and think about them in these terms. Is it a kink or is it a fetish? So, this is a very easy one to kind of think about. So, now we know the difference. So, do you like doing stuff to somebody that isn't necessarily the norm? Or do you like people or like things on people? Let's think about that for a second. Pause the audio here. Welcome back. So, if you thought about that for a minute, think about it. What do you like? So, a classic stereotype that a lot of people I would say I've grown up with or have known for a long time would have liked. Or... Okay, I'm just going to start that again because I don't know what I'm talking about. But basically, right, so... One of the more common known, I would say, fetishes fetishes is the older man who likes the teenage schoolgirl and likes them to dress up as like either in the uniform or the cheerleading outfit. So that is a fetish. Whereas a kink of uh, a couple of friends of mine, you know who you are, have a fetish of doing sex outdoors now that would be a kink so you know it's kind of easy to kind of differentiate between the two and yeah it's kind of an interesting task to realize that maybe what you like you're a little or a lot more freakier than you actually realize and if you are or have actually thought about the stuff you like and separated them into kinks and fetishes, I want to make sure and reaffirm and be very sex positive that it's okay to like these things. Just because you know the distinction now, it's still very good to know that you like them and now you know that what you like is a kink and what you like is a fetish. Or you just might like one or two of one or one two or the other or whatever. However, you've kind of differentiated it, and it's absolutely okay. Because I want everybody to be sex positive and not be sex negative. Because you like what you like, and every everyone else likes what they like too. So, if you have more kinks than fetishes, that's good. If you have more fetishes than kinks, that's also good. Because, you know. you know, in life we need to mix things up and not have things be so dull and boring but personally that's me and if you personally like just the vanilla sex and just the normal sex and that's how you get off then good for you great for you enjoy that be positive or if you're like me and like things a little bit more adventurous good for you and good for us because you know life is an adventure and we should enjoy this adventure together never settle to just settle always be looking forward and doing more and that is always my motto okay so now that i've kind of explained the two and kind of explained how i've kind of got onto this path let's talk about some kinks and fetishes for a minute shall we so i have got my trusty ipad here so i'm going to look at back at my notes and see what i have Written down, and um yeah, so I have a list of attributes here. So I wanted to say fetishes, but then I realised I'm kind of messing it up because I just told you guys what it was, so I can't say that anymore. So here are a list of a list of stuff that I've kind of googled, and most people would kind of be aware of straight or gay so let's see lever okay so so this is fetish obviously so this can be lever anything um i'm trying to think if i know anybody that's into this and i don't think i do but um yes we do have a lot of lever and the next one is rubber on my list so lever and rubber sometimes people kind of consider them to go hand in hand and there's a lot of like lever and rubber nights all around london so if you are in london or planning to visit and want to see what's all about just google it and um, hopefully you won't get a lot of porn but hopefully you'll find one of the many places around london that have specialty nights um, I do know one or two people who are into rubber and uh, for a lot of them I think the whole kind of reason they're into it is the whole constricting nature of it and how it makes their body look and that's as far as I know about what they like about it all I know is rubber is ridiculously hard to get on especially if you're somebody of my size and I'm not saying that to make you guys feel gross or anything it's just that I've been to a guy's house and seen his level stuff and just trying to get on it was just like a top or something I just tried to put my arm for a sleeve or something stupid like that and I know rubber stretches but my God, was it even a struggle just to get my arm down that tunnel? So, yeah. No. Okay, so next on my list is bondage. Another another fetish. Okay, so everyone knows bondage. And I think this is one that a lot of people would not necessarily admit to have done, but they might have done in the past or so. And don't even realise that this is technically, you know, technically classed as fetish play. So, yeah, so, you know, we see it a lot of the times. And um, I've recently watched a movie where they kind of done it and it was like no big deal. And I honestly don't think that bondage is a big deal anymore. I think it's pretty much one of those kind of fetishes that we can see on TV and see it or read it or, you know, just be like yeah, that's cool, because, you know, that's fun and that's kind of kinky, and it's just like, yeah, whatever so, you know, so bondage can be used in or used for ropes or under bed restraints or ties or scarves anything like that, but I think we all know the most common method And that's handcuffs. And, um, yeah, handcuffs. So, I remember when I got stuck in a pair of handcuffs and I had to be saved by an asshole. God, I think a few of you know who I'm talking about there. But, um, yeah, that's what I remember. And to my Kingston posse, yeah, you, I remember the pair of handcuffs that we had going around our kitchen. God those were the days weren't they that we had I want no what was it I was about to say Halloween, it wasn't for Halloween it was for Valentine's Day me and Elle why the hell did we get those I don't remember, I don't know what the purpose was but anyway, yeah, so we had handcuffs and um, yeah, from that experience that I can now fondly remember, which I had no recollection of until I was actually recording is that everyone was very much into playing the handcuffs So, yeah. So, like I said, one of the things that people do without even realising that is actually quite kinky. So, if you want to try some light bondage, because you have light and heavy bondage, I should make that distinction. I don't know what heavy bondage consists of, but I'm going to take a wild guess and that's pretty much like almost immovable or... Something like that. I hope I'm not making up words there, but I know what I mean by probably am not saying them right. But, um, yeah, so you know, if you want to try some light bondage, go to your local sex shop, or I want to say brands, but I don't want to give any brands some advertising without them paying me. So go online, shall we say, or go to your local high street because there's there is a famous shop on the high street that sells underwear and other sexual stuff. And uh, there's a lovely website that I use quite frequently. They also advertise on the TV. And um yeah, you can buy yourself like a pair of handcuffs for about five to six pounds and you know. Just tie someone's hands behind their back or tie them to a headboard and there you go. There is some light bondage. And most people have probably already done this so if you have done this, you are winning in the game of Kinky Bingo. So, let's see what you do with the next one, so, next on my list, I have body odor, okay, so I'm trying to do a share impression from clueless, but I just couldn't think of one anyway, so, okay, I'm totally bugging there we go there's a good one um, but no body odor uh this one is this one is a this one is definitely acquired taste, so don't know if this is only a gay thing because I've only ever experienced it in gay circles but it might be a hetero thing I don't know someone write me by fables at gmail.com and tell me but basically this one is 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 hard not really hard to explain it pretty much it's self-explanatory basically but for me it's a hard one to get my head around because I have OCD, you see, so for me, the idea of not washing any part of my body for long periods of time definitely does not appeal to me, and I'm not saying that because I'm judging anybody, it's just that it's one of those ones where it's just like, yeah, for me, if someone asked me to do that, I, 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 I don't think I could, I mean, I can barely go a whole work day without having to shower after I get home from work because I'm always conscious that I smell too much so I definitely think this one is definitely a quiet taste but um, from what I've read or heard about this bare bones kind of thing is that it's a thing where some guys like other guys to shower and not wear deodorant or aftershave and kind of build up a natural man musk so they can sniff armpits or lick armpits or the crotch regions or things like that and once again the ocd was just like yeah this one's definitely not for me but if it's one of your things if you like you know your men or women to be oh natural cool great whatever i applaud you um I, however, would not most likely ever divulge into this this kind of play because, you know, I mean, some days I'm showering like three times in a day and it's just like, yeah, that for me is just never going to happen and, you know, I have to use so much deodorant just to make me stop sweating. So, yeah, definitely one not for me, but um, if it's your thing, cool, great whatever good on you and um you probably don't have an issue with hygiene like i do but that's another topic for another day Hmm, i've got a very long list and i don't know how long i'm gonna keep going up so okay so i'll talk briefly about a couple so let's talk about piss and spit now this one these ones are Oh, what can i say about these ones right so spit yeah yeah we 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 know what that is so there's there's a subculture of people who like guys to spit on them and degrade them and make them feel dirty and that's fine or i've had experiences where someone spatting my mouth and that was weird and i was just like yeah not into that that's 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 once again i know it's no it's weird for me because it's just like well if we're kissing we're kind of swapping spit anyway so why sh- why shouldn't it be okay for him to spit in my mouth and then that's just like because it kind of feels degrading to have someone spit on you so that's why i'm not into it and the next one piss all right so god this one i'm gonna try to be brief but i probably won't be so if this episode is longer than episode one. That's because of me. But piss, yeah. Okay, so we have two words for this. We can call it piss play or we can call it water sports. I think piss play is usually associated with the heteros and with the gays. We would just call it water sports. So if you ever happen to read. A gay novel or anything that's gay related, and you happen to see the word water sports, they're not talking about going surfing or playing something in the water, they're talking about someone taking a piss on someone else. There, I said it. So, um, this one is a, I'd say a big ish fetish amongst the gays. I might be stereotyping because I know that a lot of um gays that I know. And once again, you know who you are. Like this kind of play. And some of them just like it because it's erotic. And then some of them just like it because of the dominance behind it. But um, yeah, so. Um, I also know this one because I remember once watching a program where they were recording at a brothel and um the girls had to drink a lot of water so they could provide their clients with golden showers. So that's also another name for them. It's called golden showers. And, um, I remember thinking that's a bit odd. And, um, to this day, I think it's, it is a bit odd, but you know, it's, I don't think it's odd in the sense that it's disgusting. I just think it's odd in the sense that some people just, just like it. And it's odd to me because it's just like, that's the, that's our excretion it's just it's it, it's weird but if you like it you like it but like i said i know a lot of people who aren't into this and uh they like it in a lot of different ways some people i know like just basically just like have guys using them like a human toilet as disgusting as that sounds that's literally the words that they've used And some people just like, you know, they just like a guy to just, to just, you know, just go on them from the neck down. Just because they like the warm feeling and just like it. And, yeah, and then there's other people who I know who just like to watch other people go or... Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else that I've been told about this, but I can't remember but um yeah for me this one is kind of like it's it's kind of like what i call one of your like bread and butter kind of fetishes because in my world i've i've come across so many people that say they're into it by now it's just like oh yeah i like guys to piss on me or i like to piss on guys and i'm just like okay that's cool And, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, someone tells you something and they're expecting a big reaction and you're just like, well, whatever. Was that supposed to be surprising or shocking? With the sarcastic face. Um, So, yeah, so like I said, this one with Bondage is kind of like one of your... It's kind of like one of those ones that, for me, is kind of like... You might have done it or it's kind of basic and it's just kind of like, yeah, well whatever and as i say that that kind of pretty much sums up my psyche there is that if i'm saying that having some guy piss on you is basic that probably means that i am way deeper down the rabbit hole than i ever thought there are a few here that i'm just going to touch upon so cock and ball torture that's pretty much a hard hard fetish um not one that i want to dabble in because i feel that your genitalia should be a nice, pleasurable area, not a pain-filled area. Uh, chastity? Yeah, a lot of people seem to be into that, of late, And, um... That's, once again, something I... I understand in theory, but can't get behind... Logically. Because, you know, it's meant to be pleasurable, and... Locking yourself away from me is not pleasurable. Um... Scat ish. Well this one's uh, another kind of bathroom related one. It's the number two. And less said about that, the better. Cause that one be gross. But once again, not judging, but for me, OCD, that be gross. And um food, this one is also one of your very much your basic fetishes and one of the more one of the ones that I know someone has done not including myself is just like you know the whole thing with rip cream on titties I don't know why rip cream on titties I don't know why straight guys like white rip cream on titties and I'm gonna stop saying titties because I'm like thingy in that movie where he just keeps on sitting saying titties so one more time titties let's move on And, um, yeah, um, plushies, now this one's a little, kind of, this one's a whole other area, which I'm really not going to get into, but, um, you know, the whole idea of people dressing up like giant teddy bears, or having sex, or masturbating, should I say, masturbating with giant teddy bears is a, it's a thing, and... It's one that I can see where it kind of came from, but, yeah, I don't think it's, don't think it's a me. Okay, so, I'm going to, alright, I've got kind of two biggish ones that I kind of want to talk about, so... And that's because I can see my timers just going, going, going And can get to them pretty soon So, okay, so Well, it's actually free I'm a liar Yeah, you will know this by now I lie all the time Okay, so The next one I want to talk about is sportswear So, very, very recently uh, we Very recently, a couple of months ago now Jesus Christ We had the World Cup And um, I remember going around asking my friends about What do we think about Football kits, do we think yay or nay? And, um, yeah, if you're one of my friends who got this question, you're probably thinking that's why he was asking, and you're right. And, um, yeah, from what I got from that general idea, is that a lot of people like the whole football kit kind of thing, and by football kits, I mean soccer, just in case I've got any international people who don't understand what the hell I'm talking about. And, um, yeah, from what I'm getting, a lot of people like that idea. And the whole general kind of idea that I get behind that is that they like the whole idea of a fit, muscular man in very little clothing running around on a pitch or in their bedroom kind of thing. So, yeah, so this one uh, is pretty easy to do. Not cheap, by the way, because I did look up how much it costs to get certain kind of teams tops and just like wow but um yeah a lot of people i know are just like yeah i'm kind of into it um and um some people are into it with themselves wearing it or dressing up a partner in themselves and you know it makes me get behind the old data a lot of people do like uniforms and people dressing up and you know one of the ways that you can dress up like i said before schoolboy uniform. Sports team kind of get up, or even in some extreme cases. And my own personal preference, here it comes. Um, some people like dressing people up in suits and nice clothing because, yeah. I mean, me and a friend, you know who he is. We love going out in the evenings after work and seeing people in their lovely suits. And the reason why I like it, well, you should know this by now because I run website that has a styles by faith section is that you know i always like a man in a nice suit because it always makes them more gentlemanly it makes them more handsome and definitely makes some people not all some people look a lot more sexy i mean but the thing is i think with uh a lot of people they don't mind this kind some dress up and um i think the suit get up a lot of guys can get behind it now when we're at school we hate dressing up in the shirt and tie but um a lot of guys don't have to do it for work and they don't mind that but then i also realized that um what was really funny is that when the last james bond movie came out me and my friend me and a friend went and saw it and all the guys at the cinema were all dressed in were all dressed in like suits and tuxes and it's just like that's kinda of hurt. It's just like, why isn't this your uniform every day? I goes I come here all the time and you look like crap usually but today you're wearing a nice white suit and a nice jacket and today you look so good. And but then it also gets to the whole thing is that sometimes with guys you can you can you can do things that they don't really realise. Is that, you know, if you tell guys that, you know, you want them to dress up in a suit and they will be like, oh, I kinda don't want to But if you say but if it makes you look like James Bond then I can be your Bond girl kind of thing, You could that could definitely work. And I can definitely see a couple of people I know kind of going for that whole idea because, as we all know, James Bond is badass. And, you know, if a lady wants you to dress like James Bond, you're going to dress like James Bond. So, yeah, so I kind of can get behind the whole dress-up kind of thing because, you know, I kind of do it somewhat amateurish, dress-up people to make them look good. And, uh, yeah if you want to dress up in the bedroom and I don't mean wearing a condom, even though you should do that, Jesus Christ, just realized what I said there. You should be doing that. Um, but you know, if you want to dress up in the bedroom into some kind of any kind of role play dress, male, female, whatever, or in between, I shouldn't really say that cause I'm probably going to get hate mail from trans community. I'm sorry. Trans people are great. I know a few, they are great. And, um, yeah, just, just roll with it, you know, you never know what you could be doing. And also, this also goes hand in hand with the whole role play kind of idea is that, you know, you're playing a role. You could be the damsel in distress or you could be the naughty cheerleader or you could be the naughty stepmother. Yeah, because some people are into that or stepfather in some cases and just kind of roll with it. So, yeah, so dress up. And dress up in sports kits and role playing are definitely good ones. Um, and I just give this little tip of advice: is that if you're doing this, don't think about it too much. Just give yourself a best bare minimum scenario, and then just roll with it. So, ladies, if you like your man in a suit, tell him you wanna have a James Bond fantasy where he has to save you from Jaws, because that's the only James Bond villain that's coming to my mind right now, and, um, you know, he has to do it in a tuxedo, and then, you know, you get to have the explicit, unnecessary sex scene like you do in all the movies. So, yeah, great, cool. Moving on. Right, so, two more, two more. Okay, so, we talked about sportswear. Now, The next one I want to talk about is the trainer fetish. Now, if anyone knows me, everybody knows that I have so many trainers. At one point, at one point, I had 30-something pairs of trainers in all different kinds of styles. And, yeah, I realized recently that it's not a sexual thing. It's a black thing. Um... If you don't know what I mean, watch Black Issue. They kind of explain it. But, um, yeah, I kind of have a lot of trainers. And the reason why I bring that up is not because, you know, I like to brag about these kind of things. It's that when I mention to people that I have a lot of trainers, and it's like, oh, really? What kinds? And it's just like, all kinds. And then some people's like, oh, do you have any likes? Do you have any Adidas? Do you have any this? Do you have any that? And I'm just like, yeah, I've got one of this. I've got two of those and whatever. And, um to a lot of people it is a massive massive fetish to watch guys or have guys in trainers and this one is one i can also get behind because going hand in hand with the dress up is that if you wear a nice pair of shoes it definitely looks nice and um... but you know the fe- the sexualized fetishism can be a little different is that some people only like guys in like dirty trainers or messed up trainers or worn trainers so they can sniff them or some people just like them in pristine condition and um, yeah so that kind of goes hand in hand with some people consider this with like oh because you like trainers you have to have a foot fetish and that's not necessarily the case some people just like um, it's like Guys in trainers or guys have that worn trainers, so that's one of the very kind of you know unique aspects of it. That sometimes you know this item that necessarily has to be like someone in them, it can just be something that is just someone's worn. And you know, I've known people who have gone to charity shops and bought people's trainers because they do whatever they want to do with them basically but yeah and this also ties into socks and stuff is that you know with the sports kit that with the football kit a lot of people like the guys to wear the football socks as well or i know people who just like guys to wear football socks on their own or uh some people like just to wear guys in Sports socks, or just in white socks, or in funky socks, or in trainer socks. It kind of goes on and on because I could really talk about some of this stuff for like ages. And if you want me to drop me a message, and maybe in the future I will dedicate a whole episode on to one of the particular fetishes and talk about how it's you know developed in porn and, and how it's you know related to some people that I may know. So give me a shout out so yeah so yeah so these kind of things you know i'm okay with because you know i think if i was going to be honest with myself i have a little clothes fetish and that you know i enjoy dressing people up just like a kendall uh ken if only you were real and um yeah, making them look sexy, so I don't know if that's really a fetish or it's just a preference that I like dressing guys up and making them look sexy, because then they're sexy to look at, or if it's like something else, which I just draw a blank there, but, you know, answers on the back of a postcard, let me know if I'm too freaky, but um, yeah, there's something that I like about that. So, I've been talking a lot about fetishes for a while, and I really haven't like said anything about what... I personally like but there is one that I like that this one is not necessarily hidden I mean a lot of people know this about me and I don't feel any shame about saying this one because like I said with the whole trainer thing a lot of my friends know this about me and because now I consider you my listeners my friends so that's why I say Mina, I mean everybody so when you read my post you'll see it says difference, and I realise I'm stalling a little bit so excuse me but um, yeah, this is one of the fetishes that uh, a lot of people know about me and they don't really care about it and it's just something that I like and people have known this about me for years so one of the fetishes that I like is underwear and I am very particular about what I like But at the same time, I realise that this is also a very common fetish With a few people that I have spoken to That, you know, that some people enjoy in different ways And me personally, I just like guys in nice decent branded underwear so it's as simple as that and this one can be a hell of a fetish as i said i've met a lot of people who are into it and there's one person i know who only likes people to be in um an australian brand's underwear there we go no no names and um i know a couple guys who only like guys in Briefs or jock straps, or I know a couple of people who don't mind what kind of underwear people are in just so long as they can see a peak of it when people bend over, or when they're standing in a line, or you know, and um, you know, like I say, each to their own so. know and this is where I kind of want to just discuss this for a couple minutes it's just that you know I have a fetish that a lot of people share but we all enjoy it in different ways I just like the objectifying kind of look of a guy in a nice decent pair of underwear whereas some people would prefer to have a pair of used underwear that has been worn for a couple days or that has Cum stains in it, or you know, some people would just like to see you know, guys peeking their underwear underneath their jeans or trousers or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's a very interesting subject, and it makes me wonder what doesn't really make me wonder? It makes me know that you know, with all kinds of fetishes, that a lot of people can share a fetish, but then at the same time, they can share it in different ways and have different interests in it so it's a very interesting subject and it's just like so you know i like it this way this guy likes it this way and then there could be a third guy that likes it half my way half his way and it's a very interesting subject and that's kind of what i realized a long time ago is that you know sexual fetishism is subjective and people are going to like what they like and if we don't be open and honest about it we're never going to be like, well, I like this, I like that, whatever. But um, at the same time, it's interesting because, you know, once we started talking about it, we can start noticing the differences and the similarities in what we'd like. And, you know, I don't think that any of my friends pretty much share a lot of the fetishes that I have in the same way. But the way that we enjoy some of them, is interesting and you know I know a friend of mine who um, actually no, tell her, I know a couple of friends of mine who have tried to exploit this fetish and by selling used underwear on the internet because there's a huge market for that and um, you know if I could actually get behind it that would be a w- lovely way to make money mm, and still be sexually arousing at the same time Oh, last thing I want to mention is sex toys. But um, that's also another topic for another day. But yeah, sex toys apparently can be, can be a fetish and a kink in some aspects, I believe. I might just be lying. I've already told you I'm a liar. But um, yeah, that's another topic for another day about how they can be quite great. But yeah, to some people, they consider that to be a fetish because certain toys, they need them to kind of exuberate the fun and then it's also kinky because you know it's a non-traditional kind of practice so yeah so it is a fetish and a kink I don't know why I doubted myself never give up trust your instincts peppy hair so yeah so that pretty much um brings me to the close about what I wanted to talk about today it was pretty much um sexual fetish and kinks and how I'm a freak and how some of us explore that kind of freaky freakiness and how I enjoy it BRB everybody So if you have been listening or if you skipped ahead for some bizarre reason because you didn't like me talking about dirty dirty sex, go back and listen you fuckers, it's informative i'm just being bossy oh but i should also mention people seem to get this misunderstood about sexual fetishes is that not every single fetish is for everybody and if someone's into something it doesn't necessarily mean that they want you to do it so yeah if someone's into something roll with it or not just simply say so a lot of people don't necessarily need it but you know if you're willing to give it a go give it a go and um Also, I just want to point this out to my dear friends who think that this is me trying to be kinking. When I say to people that I'm going to spank you, I don't necessarily mean that in a sexual way. I just mean it as a way of punishment. Because, you know, it's not a fetish of mine. No, it's not. It's just me reminding you that sometimes your actions have consequences and I am more than happy to... Use my hand on your buttocks because you have pissed me off. So that was your public service. All right. So before we get on to uh, my rinse and throwbacks of the week, let's talk about what's going on on the site. So basically, um, hopefully a couple of days after this goes out. So I'm aiming to get this out on a Sunday. So I will try to post it Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So hopefully on the Tuesday, Wednesday, I will be, uploading a new post to the Styles by Faith section and in which I will be talking about face wash. Um, Yes, it's become very, very intriguing to me that very recently I've had a couple people say that they're using bars of soap on their face and I'm like, honey no, just honey no. And um, I should mention that these are gay people as well so it's not like, straight guys, it's like, gay people, and I'm just like, shouldn't we know better, but there again, I'm stereotyping gay people, but whatever, so yeah, so I have a post about that coming up on my blog, hopefully two days after this comes out, which I'd like you to read, and it will explain why you should be using, like, facial washes, and checking what's in them, and yeah, it's kind of going to be a very interesting post for me to, to post, because I kind of felt like a lot of people should know this kind of thing, but apparently they don't. So um, so yeah, so I'll be um, taking some pictures and listing some things that you can use and um, just general kind of why we should be using that instead of soap. So if you're intrigued and want to know what you should be using, or you think that someone else should be using if you're a woman, and you want to make your man make your man's face look less greasy or whatever, yeah, check that out a couple of days from now, or even by the time you listened to this, it might already be up, at uh, ByFaves.com, and go to the Style By section, and then click on the blog, and hopefully that should be up and live, and ready for you guys to read. I like to think that this episode is going ten times better than my first one, and because I was so nervous and so whatever I trying to get the first episode done, I realized that there was a section wholly missing from the shot missing from the show, and that there's meant to be a whole part where I give you guys a lovely tip that I use every day or that is very practical to me so One of the things that I want to talk about... Well, not necessarily talk about... It's just... It's a tip from Faves, you know... Just keep it in your hat... And... Whatever... So... Since we were talking about sex today... Today's one's going to be a sexual tip... Which a lot of people should use... So... If you... Are a gay man... And you have a lot of the gay sex... Or you have a lot of the masturbatory sex... Or if you're a straight boy and you masturbate a lot, or if you like coming on your girlfriend. titties, um, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a tip here. Um, always have a nice handy cloth or something to wash away the semen. And one of the best things that you can use to wipe away the semen is baby wipes. Uh, so, yeah, so that's your tip. If you come a lot and don't necessarily want to shower or you just need a quick cleanup you reach for a baby wipe it's it's fast, it's effective, it's nice and cheap if you go get like the basic basics like 59 pence or something like for 30-40 wipes and just keep them in your bedside table or keep them wherever basically but just keep them at arm's reach and they're much more effective than tissues because they don't stick to you, they're already wet And they leave your body smelling nice and fresh. Or if you're a little bit more old school and rather not use unbiodegradable wipes, keep a flannel close at hand that you can wipe up with or something. I don't know. But basically, my whole tip here is just have something for the jizz. Don't be using the bed sheets or dirty underwear, just pretty much use something that you can throw away and um, yes, I would say use this tip to to all the boys who are learning to masturbate, just use a lovely baby wipe it's fast, it's clean and no one's gonna think any different, so that's your tip Okay. so like we totally got to the part of the music I don't know what that voice was, I really don't I I apologise because I'm a widow But what do you expect? I'm sitting in my bedroom by myself, talking to myself. So, obviously, I'm going to try to make it a little bit more entertaining. Let's go on to my music segment. So, yay! So, as already established, that every week I'm going to have a section where I talk about my throwback and my rinse of the week. And because this is my show, I can do what the hell I want with this segment. Because uh, this week it's a little different compared to last week. Um so when i was actually kind of drumming up ideas for this show i was just like so what am i going to say that i've been listening to it's just like i don't know i really don't think i've listened to anything a lot and then i realized you have Yet you just need to start paying attention to what you're doing and so this week um my rinse and my throwback are actually two albums so yeah so Sometimes I might do a single and an album Or an album and a single I realise it's the same thing said in reverse Or it might be two singles and an album But yeah But because it's my show I can do what I want And if you don't like it Tell me you don't like it So then at least I know that people are listening But yeah so this week it is two albums So my uh, Rinse of this week Is something that I didn't realise I was doing So Um Basically, I use Spotify now. I don't feel bad about using that because you know everything I've listed on my website in the playlist section is Spotify, so kind of doing cross promotion there anyway um so since I've had Spotify, I've kind of reached out and listened to a lot of music that I wouldn't necessarily listen to, and because I work within the music industry, I forever see albums and just like. What is this all about? And, you know, I just go onto Spotify, click it, listen to a song or look, listen to the album and be like, that's actually kind of cool. And um, that's kind of what happened. So, um, this week's Rinse of the Week is an album and it is uh, called, well, it's not really called anything. It should be, it's by, so the artist's name is Ross from Friends and I am going with Family Portrait. So yeah, so I have gone with this album because... I listened to it once and I was just like I think it's okay I think it's all right and then I listened to it again and I was like actually no it's kind of cool and then I've kind of without realizing it listened to it at work like once every other day or at least once a day and I hadn't even realized it and I was listening to it on the way home when I was actually doing notes for this episode and I was just like what am I going to do and then I just looked at my phone and I was just like I've listened to this album like at least four or five times this week, and I mean, and I mean, listen to it. I mean, I've listened to it from beginning to end at least, at least four to five times that week. And I was like, well, there's your rinse of the week then, because you're listening to it repeatedly. And I think the reason why I'm listening to it is because it, it, well, I like it because it's electronic, and um, but I don't really know what sub-genre genre of electronic if it's house, or if it's something else, or if it's just like ambient, but whatever, I like it, so, for me, because it's electric, it's already a winner, and second, because it doesn't really have any, like, singing or lyrics, it's just very easy for me to, like, listen to in the background as background noise, and it kind of, like, doesn't necessarily make me want to dance but it kind of chills me out that it's kind of like that kind of album that I would just like throw on when I'm like writing something can not have have like lyric coming to my head automatically and then I start typing the lyrics because that's a thing that I do so yeah for me it's a very kind of nice kind of electro album that I've really enjoyed and um, yeah I've listened to it quite a lot so if you like a bit of electro check it out Uh, or just listen to the one song that I've put in the playlist. And, um, yeah, if you like it, check out the whole album, and uh, I like it. So, yeah, so once again, the rinse of my week, or rinse of the week would be more accurate, is Ross from Friends' Family Portrait. Right, and for my throwback this week, now this is also something I didn't realise I was doing, um, so, this one's also an album, but this one's a little bit more on the left field kind of thing, because apparently that's the thing. Um, so, I play a lot of video games. Well, I don't, that's the lie. See, I told you, I'm a liar, I'm just repeatedly lying in this episode, I'm sorry. How can you ever trust me? Um, I used to play a lot of video games, Is a more accurate description. Uh, but no, very recently, I... Uh, played a game that was just recently not recently, it was a while ago now uh, a while ago, remastered for the Xbox One and um, uh, when I was having a very bad time, depressive wise I was playing it because it's a very good way to kind of like, get some anger out because you go around killing people and before you think of me as a psychotic it's digital so it's not real and I do it in video games so I don't want to do it in real life because i don't think i could god i'm probably making people think i'm psychotic now maybe they'll call me a monster who knows but um yeah it was very interesting and um so basically i've been listening to this games soundtrack uh repeatedly and i don't know why mainly because i listened to it i remember i listened to it once to kind of listen to the soundtrack to be like oh yeah I remember this. I remember the... Because I always remember the game, and I remember certain parts, certain um, levels music, and then I listened to the soundtrack from beginning to end, and it's just like, oh, wow, I didn't realise so much of this actual ambient sound was created and put in the soundtrack, so it's kind of cool. And um, so I listened to it once, and then I listened to it another day, and then just like with the whole rinse, it was just like i have listened to it, like, once or twice, in a week and i hadn't even realized it and i think just like the whole Ross with friend thing i was just i listened to it at least just you know like every other day because it was just something i wanted to listen to and you know and that's how it became my throwback of the week so um so the game i was playing was dmc devil may cry and if you know the game cool and it had two soundtracks and uh, the one that i've been listening to is the noisier soundtrack which was pretty much the heavy dubstep electro kind of album which was pretty much like the sound of the time when it came out which was like 2012 2013 or something like that i can't remember but yeah it's just like for me it's just like an album that's just like yeah, I could get behind this. It's just like it's got the nice ambient drone, ambient drone noises. It's got the nice background noises. And then, you know, it's got those heavy kind of big dubstep electro kind of house vibes when it, you know, kicks into a boss battle. And it just, it just goes all over the place. And I absolutely love it. So for my throwback for the week, I'm definitely going to be going with the DMC Devil May Cry Noisier soundtrack so that ladies and gentlemen is the show um so thank you all for listening and um, once again uh, my website is byfaves.com if you want to find me on facebook instagram twitter it's byfaves and if you want to send me an email it is byfaves at gmail.com and of course uh leave me comments on wherever you happen to find this, whether it's YouTube or iTunes Podcasts, because I'd love to hear your feedback. And once again, if you want to tell me how much I suck, let me know, because I want you to tell me. And um, yeah, thanks again for listening. I hope today was a lot more interesting. I know today just, it's going to be a lot longer than my first one. Uh, But I think you guys will be all right with it, because I think this time... We we I did good. I I don't think I'm gonna have to edit this one as much as the last one. So yeah. Thanks again. So I'm Fabes and as always thank you for listening and I'll be back in a week's time. But I don't know what I'm gonna be back with. Who knows? i it's the intrigue should be killing you. Maybe it's another sex one, maybe it's a gaming one, who knows? But just look forward to it. So for now, with noisiest DMC track to play us out, I'm going to say EXO, Fabes Jane. We'll be